1: Alongside Brandon, Kylie, and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Alex Ferrario. We're back on BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN, broadcasting from our ENB Granite Studios at the Centene Community Ice Center. And last night, the Blues do fall to the Carolina Hurricanes 6-4, but still an incredible night. Uh, the Hockey Fights Cancer Night at Enterprise Center, which is always such a uh, enjoyable evening. And we even got to see Kelly Chase again. And Kelly Chase was back on the radio with Chris Kerber and Joe Vitale. And it is always a pleasure to chat with Chase and he joins us now on the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Kelly, how are you, sir? It's great to catch up with you.
0: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, Chaser, let's just first start big picture. And last night at Enterprise Center, Hockey Fights Cancer Night, and I know you were talking with Curbs and Joey about how enjoyable of an evening that was. And uh, we had Charlotte up in the broadcast booth. You were on the air with them in the second period. How enjoyable is that for you to be back in the building for such a big event?
0: Yeah, it was great. I just happened to be uh, coming down to the game, and actually I, I, I really didn't realize that it was uh, the Cancer Awareness Night, to be honest with you. I never heard anything from the Blues, but I but it was nice to be there and see the, you know, Charlotte, of course, you're rooting for a great kid. Like, anytime you see kids that are sick, and, and I have to go through that, it was awesome. I think Trevor did an unreal job in his team of, with Al out in the opening puck drop, um, having uh, you know him out there, and and again, you know, uh, when they're doing things, they do they, they do things really well. When they put together stuff like that, and Cancer Awareness Night obviously is a little closer to home, so it's it's it was. Uh, I just thought they did a really nice job.
1: Yeah, Chaser, we had a text from somebody last night asking if uh, if you think Charlotte should be the new play-by-play broadcaster over Curbs on the radio <laughs> side for her goal call.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Curbs does such a great job. He's you know helping the kids out in their ear while his mic is down and always making sure that they can help them along and it's a great, and I'm sure they're going to get older and, and listen back on it and go, holy smokes, that's, that was an incredible opportunity to, to uh, do something real cool and, and so for, for Curbs and Joey to to set that up and allow a kid to go on the air with them. That just speaks volumes of what their character's about.
1: Absolutely. And Chase the other thing too is just to talk some blues hockey with you. I know you keep tabs on this team from afar and see what they do throughout the season. Big picture, what have you made of this blues team so far this year?
0: Um well I mean they are we all know they're streaky, obviously, but I think I think consistency has been their their downfall. But also they've got a lot of tweeners, you know, they got a lot of guys that you know they they're not quite fast enough to be speed guys. They're not quite, they're not slow. They're not, they're caught in between playmakers and, and being physical. And, uh, and they've got to just define a role and, and find their niche. I mean, the easiest, I mean, the most, the biggest commodity in the league right now is a physical player. There's just not a lot of it. And if, if you can find that niche, I think that's one of the things that the blues lack is somebody with, you know, a physical presence that is consistent with it. And, and so, Um, you know, and then, then, you know, Cairo and, and, and the guy and, 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 uh, Robbie and guys that are, um, the offensive guys, Shenner. you know, those guys have got, then, you know, they're, they're really defined. I mean, you want to get scoring from everybody and that's important, but I think it's important to, to, you know, the expectations that are on some of the guys. I don't think they've, um, I don't think sometimes the younger guys put enough pressure on themselves to realize just grab the bull by the horns, and nobody's going to sit back in this league and wait for you. And I think Army's done a pretty good job of, of assembling a group, and I think that Chiefs done a hell of a job of, of giving guys opportunities. So you get the opportunity, grab a hold of it and take advantage of it. I mean, there's a, there's a big big hole, I think, in consistency with physical play on the team, and I, and I think there's opportunities there, and I think that's sort of something that, that, that I think guys can take you know uh, advantage of.
1: Chaser, it's BK. We appreciate you taking some time to do this today, man. Uh, Last year, I remember it it was some of the same conversations midway through the season, and David Perron was on with our morning show weekly, and he would be telling them every single week, there's a way that you can win in the playoffs, and we're not playing that way right now. Even when they were winning, he was talking about how there's a specific style that wins in the playoffs, and they weren't getting there. Eventually, they did. It changed, and they got to that play style and then, of course, Benner goes down, and we know what happened as a result of that. How does that change this year in your mind, Chaser? how do they get to being that consistent playing style again?
0: Well, I think just realizing that when you're up 2 nothing, the puck doesn't have to be a fancy pass in the middle of the ice. The puck can be a soft chip down the wall behind a defenseman because once you have that soft chip behind the wall and Behind a defenseman, and, and you realize that now he's con- consistent. You you know you're up two nothing, and you play a real like hard game, like where it's you slide pucks down the walls, you grind it out in the corners. It might take you a period and a half to get the third goal, but you push teams out of the game. There, when they won the cup, there was no misunderstanding about what was going to happen when it was two nothing. That's exactly why Patrick Maroon uh, made the comment he made to the Boston bench after Petrangelo scored in Game Seven after the first right at the end of the first period. Patty made a Comment about you know you know the the uh, Disney version is you guys are kind of screwed now, Uh, but he was right because there was they were they were going to push teams out of the out of the game, and they bullied teams and out of out of games and won the game, and that's exactly how it works, and that's how the only way that you can win is to to have that consistency, and when you learn that it's it's maybe a harder way to play, but it's also one that gives you uh, a better chance of winning, and teams. They don't give up, but they go, man, you know, we can't get – because you get 3 nothing, and you play that way, and teams go, oh, man, I can't, we can't get 4 against these guys. We just can't. But you're seeing a lot of that in the league, and I said on the air last night, talk it. Asked uh, Iserman the question the other night, and Stevie had a great answer. He said, first of all, everyone's in search of goaltending because there's 32 goaltenders that have to be a number one in the league now and that stuff. The second thing is these young guys are making young mistakes and they don't know because you have 32 teams, the talent pool has dropped considerably. And what happened? You, you may not think that's important, but just think about it. I mean, you go from even 21 to now, you've got to find a couple hundred more players, right? And and that's hard to do. And I think that that, that consistency of play is not there because of the youth on the team and they're not and the and the misunderstanding of, of what it takes in this league consistently you be a good team, and that's why the veteran. That's why when you're looking at a team like Boston, they just they just smother you. They beat you up. They pound it down the wall. They and then eventually in a two nothing game, somehow it ends up five. When when it's close the whole game, or you think you're in it, and then you realize, you know, they, they get another one, and then a late one, and then an empty netter, and it's five nothing, and you're like, oh, what the hell just happened here? But they're just an experienced group.
1: Chaser, uh, Baruby said last night that, you know, the team needs to have a little bit more patience in the third period. Is that something that that maybe this team is lacking and kind of to the point you just talked about with the younger players trying to make plays, that the patience is just gone of making that smarter play and not thinking, oh, I need to do this myself, rather than thinking we can win this as a team?
0: Well, he just said the exact thing that I said, is that you don't need to go to the middle of the ice when the patience is. What's wrong with you? They, they actually, if you take the first couple of minutes of the third period and then you go right to where they actually had to carry the play in the third period. You take the first couple of minutes out of it, but they didn't stay with it. They decided they want to pinch up or they want to go to the middle of the ice. And what ends up happening? It ends up in your net. Bad bounce through Pareko. It ends up a shot. Letty can't get back. and He might have got to stick on it a little bit. And, and, and Binner doesn't make the save that he needs. And, Again, it costs you, but he's right. Like they were, they were. It was their period of hockey from after from eighteen minutes down. It was their period of hockey, and all they had to do was stay with the consistency. And now they're down a goal, and Carolina plays a different way. Then, right now they get into collapse in the middle, and and they couldn't get another one on them on Ranta. But I got to tell you, I mean, it was there. You score four goals in a game, you should win the hockey game. And the, and the consistency that he's talking about, in the patience is just those simple plays to make it harder to defend, and eventually teams wear it out.
1: Chase, our final one, and we always appreciate you hopping on with us. And Everyone believes that there is plenty of talent on this Blues roster, and we've seen teams like the Blues get out of ruts in the past. You've been a part of teams that have gotten out of ruts in the past, but where they're at right now, if you're on that roster, if you're in that locker room, how do you go about getting out of this?
0: Well, I think, first of all, you – well, you got older players that need to give more, and you know, look, you can tell me that it's wearing old, a guy's heads over top of them because you got O'Reilly, Tarasenko, Barbasch; these guys that are going to be, you know, free agents. But at the end of the day, you dictate your own future, and the only way to do that is to win. Like, it doesn't matter if you're playing in the NHL, in the minors, and in, in midget hockey. You know, if if, if you. You know our kids last year at the U18 level won, and sixteen of them are playing junior hockey because of it. When we played in Peoria and won the cup, eighteen of us played in the NHL the next year. You have guys that aren't signed contracts. You want to win, you're going to get your contract. You're going to get your money. So these guys that are older guys have got to start by by giving more, and then you can demand it from the younger guys. And the younger guys have got an unbelievable opportunity with a coach that is very, very uh, capable and 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 patient with players and under capable of understanding why there has to be consistency in the game. And he doesn't care what the number is on the back of your jersey. If you give him effort and you and you do what you're supposed to do, he, he plays you. You know, you want to play more, play better. You want to be on the power play, score when I put you out there. That's how he operates. So what a situation if I'm a young guy. Go out there and grab the bull by the horns and say, I'm going to do everything I can possibly do to have consistency in my game, be physical, and stay in this lineup. You know, you need one seat on the bus, there's 23 seats. You want a seat on the bus, you got to earn it. And, and, I mean, that's what it comes down to. You know, I don't want to hear about the older guys, you know, oh, well, we should sign this guy. We no one cares what you did. No one cares what you did two years ago. Nobody cares. I'm sorry. They care about what you're doing right now. And if you win, you'll get taken care of.
1: Well, hopefully we can see this team turn things around. They play Pittsburgh tomorrow night. Chaser, again, it's always great to catch up with you, sir. Great to see you at Enterprise Center last night. I'm glad that uh, you're winning this tussle with cancer and uh, keep winning that fight. And we look forward to talking with you again real soon.
0: Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. And as far as the cancer thing goes, I've, I think we're on the right end of this. And uh, I appreciate all the people that reached out. I especially people I, if I haven't got back to you and you hear it, I, I. I, you know, like I said, I didn't do it in the first place the, I didn't make the announcement that I had it for the simple reason is I didn't want a pity party, but I can see that it's affect It affects so many and, and they did a wonderful job last night of, of uh, bringing um, awareness to it. And, and so once again, you know, the Blues hit it out of the park with that. So thank you.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. We love you, Chaser, And uh, keep winning that tussle, man. And we'll talk soon.
0: The South Dakota Stories, Volume 3. It was my first time traveling alone.